At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSN, the sports betting network. What up, folks? Welcome in on this Thursday edition of The Edge. I say that with shock because I looked at my phone this morning, Matt, and I was like, holy crap, it's Thursday. This week's flying by, baby. The most dead week in sports. It's pretty much over. Yankees and Astros doubleheader is underway. Last look, Strohs have a 2-1 lead over the Yankees in their first matchup. We get a little second matchup later today. Also later, that's about 30 minutes from now, Steve McAdam, editor of Points Bay Week, will be with us. My copy's in. I know you are a man who is punctual. Uh-huh. Your copy's, I'm sure, in. Mm-hmm. College football guide on the way next week as well. College football betting guide out next, uh, probably middle of next week or a week from today. Something like that. But, uh... Yeah, I did the, the Big Ten West, the Pac-12. I've done a lot of uh, research on a lot of conferences, including the Mountain West, yep. the SEC, the Big 12, and uh, more. But um, I'm looking forward to uh, college football season. Got a bunch of win total plays. I've actually got 10 win total plays on uh, college football. Got like three games of the year bets, uh, but not nothing for week zero or week one yet because I had somebody ask me for best bets in week uh, – Zero and one yesterday, so I haven't played any of those games. I got a couple I'm looking at, but nothing I played. Anyway, when I was younger, JVT, when I was your age, I used to I used to hate All Star Week because it was the dead week. You know, there's nothing going on. Now I actually appreciate it because it gives you like a three day break from betting. You can kind of clear your head and come back, and now we get just get geared up for football season. Now, obviously, I was writing a ton of college football copy the last few days, but I actually kind of like the break from baseball, mm-hmm. and um, 
didn't miss it. Didn't miss it too much. Yankees and Astros back in action this morning. Right now, the Yankees trail two to one in the uh, top of the eighth, and they've had all kinds of trouble. Um, all kinds of trouble getting uh, hits off Christian Javier. Mm-hmm. And we have, uh, like you mentioned, because we can stop there, we can start there. Astros closes dollar thirty-one favorite there. Total seven and a half shaded to the over right now, mm-hmm. trending under. Um, the second leg of the doubleheader here. There's actually there's quite a few games. We actually have a really good game later tonight. I'm sure you're excited for. You're a big West Coast baseball guy. Uh, we get to see the Dodgers and the Giants. But to set up the second matchup between these two, just very quickly, Luis Garcia is going to get the start for the Houston Astros at home. Domingo Herman. Uh, will be on the mound for the New York Yankees. So yeah. that'll be interesting because uh, this is the first time we have seen Domingo, uh, Domingo Herman, uh, I believe, this season, correct? We, this, we haven't seen him since uh, Friday, October 1st, 2021. I knew mm-hmm. that right off the top of my head, the date, exactly. So we'll see, we'll <laughs> see how this goes. And Luis Garcia, uh, one of the, um, we'll call them gems in the uh, pitching staff for the Houston Astros, just well, they, continue to turn out arms that are effective. Hey, the Astros, that's one thing the Astros do that the Angels don't do. They yes. actually... Um, <laughs> they have a lot of homegrown pitching talent, and they find ways to put together a really good pitching staff, and the Angels can't figure out how to do that. But you know what? The Astros have also done a great job of shutting down the Yankees. Yep. We brag a lot about how powerful this Yankees lineup is. Look at this today. Again, the Yankees uh, only got a few hits. They trailed 2-1 to one in the eighth. and uh, was run on second, so we'll see if they can uh, get something going here with two outs. They've had, a, they've had a lot of troubles against this Houston pitching staff. Uh, this season, the Yankees have four hits today. That's yeah. it. And uh, we got a doubleheader in Houston. Good way to get back into it. Like you said, uh, we got the Giants and Dodgers as well. I'm going to be at the Giants-Dodgers game Friday night. Dodgers really? Stadium, yes. Wow, lucky guy. I Assuming, wasn't invited. Can I go? Uh, uh, it's probably too late. Oh, okay. <laughs> Already booked the... Book the flights. Got no, the no, I'll, I'll take care of everything uh, else. I'll, okay. I'll just I'll just meet you there. How about that? How about that? Uh, yeah, you get uh, Carlos Rodon versus Mitch White in this matchup, and um, obviously the edge from a pitching standpoint. We go to Rodon, uh, who over the course of this season, 105 innings, 266 ERA. Your favorite statistic, 111 WHIP. Uh, so you can see why uh, this is such a tighter price because Rodon does have the edge here, but the Giants pretty much a 500 team, 48 and 43, and been mm-hmm. kind of scuffling back and forth. Their offense has not been great. And Mitch White, who gets the start for the Los Angeles Dodgers, uh, has left a little bit to be desired over a shorter sample size here. Numbers, two would indicate that he's pretty much the guy that we've seen. 420 ERA, 424 fielding independent, 422 um, expected ERA, a little high on the walks, lower on the strikeouts. It's not a really good balance. So I did not have anything here. Not surprised to see the Dodgers' favorite there at home, but Radon is a guy worth backing at times, especially at a plus price, and might be putting forth a pretty good effort here. Against yeah, I like Rodon a lot. He's one of my favorite pitchers. I think the Giants are going to get a game in this series. It's got to be this one against Mitch White. And coming off the All-Star break, I think it's a pretty good spot for the Giants here. I'm probably going to play him tonight at plus 115 if the Yankees drop this first game of the doubleheader. Uh, and it looks like the Yankees are going to tie it right now. Yep. There's a single that gets through oh. the hole, and it's 2-2. Is and, it? And the TV just went black here They just the changed studio. the channel on us as somebody was running home. That's 2-2. It is. Trust me. Trust you. Yankees okay. Astros tied it to, and uh, I was going to say if the Yankees lose this game, I was thinking about playing the Yankees at a plus price yeah. in the game tonight, but uh, we'll wait and see what happens there. Like I said, these, these Astros pitchers have had a lot of success shutting down the Yankees lineup this season. Any uh, any interest in the other game? Or no, actually, yes, we do get another doubleheader. Um, any interest in Tigers and A's? <laughs> I can't even get it out. Tigers and A's. 
Any interest in that reminds me of the good old days. Tigers and A's are in action right now. Zero zero bottom of the second. Well, we also have another one. I think it starts at four o'clock. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They get a double header. Uh, that sure reminds me of the good old days, doesn't it? Plenty of good seats available for the second game tonight at yeah. the Oakland Coliseum if you want to fly up there for it the takes night. me back to about I would say four four years ago. We would do eight hour shows here at the desk oh, yeah. when we first started V Sin and our seven program. hour shows. Oh, seven hour shows, yeah. sorry. And our program director would come over in the fourth hour and be like, Hey, let's hit that A's Tigers game again. We're like, <laughs> all right, fifth time's a charm. You got it. <laughs> Super excited about that. Talk about uh, the dog days of summer. Totally. Uh, all right. Now we're on the theme of baseball, and I know you sent this in and this interested you. Uh, most and least profitable teams in Major League Baseball as we head into, we'll call it the second half, although we have only about 70 games left or so for some of these teams. And I don't think it would surprise anybody, Matt. I always love this line. If you bet $100 on the money line every game. Which uh, nobody in the world ever would do. <laughs> but still, it's, it's just a way to judge how profitable teams have been. Correct. Okay. Uh, if you did that, though, Orioles by far the most profitable team in Major League Baseball. Again, don't think it's very surprising. Win total in the 60s, very lowly rated team, uh, plus $1,759 or $1,759 if you bet $100 on the money line of every Orioles game. I'm going to do the math here really quickly. I think that is $554 more than the New York Mets. That is good math. Uh Think about that too. If you actually did that, all the work you would put into that, you would you would be betting ninety games and only making one thousand seven hundred dollars. I'm really glad you brought that up because <laughs> it does speak to like what you're getting into as a better consistently right. betting into these markets. Think about that. Like the Orioles are the biggest surprise in baseball. Uh-huh. They're five hundred. They're one of the lowest rated teams, and you're only up seventeen hundred bucks if you really bet that hundred a game. If you're risking a hundred dollars, now if you were betting a thousand a game, it would make it worthwhile. Yeah. 100, 100 a game, maybe not so much. Anyway, the Orioles, number one. This is from the Westgate Superbook. Uh, they put this out. So Orioles, number one. Hey, we got to give Will Hill, the VSIN handicapper, credit. Because yeah. on this show about two months ago, he called the Orioles a sleeping giant. We kind of chuckled yep. at that. But, we snickered. Uh, and I'm not, sure, <laughs> I'm not sure the Orioles are giants. But the Orioles are sleeping. They're definitely a team on the rise, (laughs) and we're sleeping. So uh, nice job by Will Hill to be ahead of the curve on the Baltimore Orioles, the most profitable team in the first half of the baseball season. It's not going to surprise anybody, the next three teams on the list, the Mets, the Yankees, and the Astros. I mean, I think it would surprise some just given the prices you're usually laying with those teams, right? But they're winning all these games, and that's the big difference. Yeah. Uh, they are winning those. So, like you say, yeah, Mets, Yankees, Astros. And you're always 30 plus, 30 games over 500, right. yeah. Uh, and rounding out the rest of these top teams, the Mariners, who I'm sure made up a lot of ground during that 14 game winning uh, streak because uh, they were down a little bit, uh, up $775. If you bet on $100 every single one of those games, and again, going back to that flawed premise, if you actually did bet $100 on every single Mariners game at one point this season, you were mm-hmm. probably cursing quite a bit. Uh, Padres, plus 293. Dodgers, plus 247. Then you get to the Pirates and the Rockies, uh, who, again, that's not kind of a surprise. Pirates, lowly rated team, but actually surprising some squads, so they are up there. And they've been a good home team as well. I think the Padres have been a little bit surprising because they really haven't got much out of Blake Snell, mm-hmm. and they've had nothing out of Fernando Tatis Jr., who's been injured the entire first half of the season. If, if you knew Blake Snell was going to have one win at this point, would you think the Padres are going to be the uh, sixth most profitable team in baseball? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Ahead of the Dodgers, uh, Pirates, and Rockies. I think the Pirates are a surprise up there in the top ten. One thing about the Rockies, uh, if you bet baseball every day, you understand that the Rockies have been really, really good at home the past couple of years, yep. and they've been crap on the road, but they've been worth a bet at home more often than not. 
uh, even though they're a bad baseball team. Yankees have two runners on. I think we're still in the top of the eighth, yeah, right? Yeah, top of the ninth. Is it? That is a nine, yeah. Trust me. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's an 0-2 count on DJ LeMahieu, and he grounds out. So it's uh, 2-2 going to the bottom of the ninth. Yankees and Astros in the first of a doubleheader. No need to go over the least profitable teams in Major League Baseball. No? Why, the Angels might <laughs> nah, be a top no. of the list? No, let's, no. Let's take a quick look at the <laughs> A's. What a surprise to absolutely nobody that the Angels and the A's top the list as the worst teams to bet in baseball. And let's just go a little bit further. No surprise, it's the Angels, A's, Nationals, Cubs, Royals, Royals Reds, Tigers. Uh, actually, the Blue, Blue Jays, Jays is a little yeah. bit of a surprise on that list. But I'm kind of surprised at the Marlins. How about the Angels? If yeah. you bet $100 on every Angels game, which you might have done that. It, it was 1000 please. Okay. You're down $2,076. <laughs> anyway, there it is. No surprise, Angels, the worst team to bet in baseball. Yeah, not a surprise. Except when Shohei Otani pitches. No, not a surprise. Then they're a good bet. Yeah. It, yes, yes. Very, very much so. Um, by the way, that also speaks to, because the Astros, of course, are – running away with the division, uh, speaks to the competition they're facing that uh, two of their divisional opponents are two of the worst teams to bet on in Major League Baseball in the Angels and the Athletics. All right, we'll take our break here. When we come back, uh, we unveil the next two teams in the Edge Top 40. It's been a hit. A lot of people like the Edge Top 40. It's what they're saying. Everybody's saying it. Uh, so we'll unveil the next two. Also, coming up at about 15, Steve Mackinnon will join us. Got a lot to go over with Steve, including some win total plays to discuss. And speaking of college football, Make sure you keep your eyes out because guess what? College Football Betting Guide comes up at you next week. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to The Edge. A reminder for you that the VSIN Summer Special is here for you. Only 19 bucks. You're going to get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today. You're going to get VSIN's daily best bets. That includes Adam Burke's daily Major League Baseball bets, best, best bets. It's a hard one. And more. If you want the full VSIN experience, check it out today. Cost only 19 bucks. Be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now VEASAN.com slash summer. You know, if you get that best bets email, Stormy has a play on the Giants against the Dodgers tonight. Okay. It's your best bet from uh, uh, Follow the Money this morning. Nice. Like it. Check out Follow the Money. Check out all of our shows. And if you miss it on any part of our show, VEASAN.com. All right. The Edge Top 40. We're gone through, uh, we've gone through what, the first, uh, my math says four, <laughs> including the uh, teams also receiving votes. Fresno State, South Carolina, Minnesota, Purdue, and Louisville. Actually, five. I forgot we did Louisville yesterday. So, the first five have been unveiled in the Edge Top 40. We go to number 35 today, Matt Humans. And we go to the American Athletic Conference. Some call it the AAC. The Houston Cougars check in as our 35th ranked team in the Edge Top 40, coming off of a 12-2 year in which they went undefeated in conference play. Plus 240, the second choice to win the AAC over at DraftKings. Win total of 9, shaded to the over at minus 120. Their conference win total, 6.5, shaded to the under at nearly 2 bucks at minus 195. You get... 13 guys is uh, in total coming back for Dana Holgerson, who's in his fourth year here, and a viable, obviously, conference contender with a lot of returning production on offense. Seven dudes coming back from a team that put up 36 points per game, averaged 413 yards, and nearly six yards per play. Yeah, and, and the key is Clayton Toon comes back, quarterback, and he's a senior, and if you've watched him, you know how valuable he is to this team. A big reason Houston won 12 games last season. I love the way the Cougars start the season. Mm-hmm. I think this is very intriguing. You got a team off a 12-win season that goes on the road for the first two games within the state of Texas. How about this? September 3rd at Texas San Antonio. And by the way, that's a really good Roadrunners team. Right. Uh, well, I think with a win total of eight and a half this year. Correct. And Texas Tech in Lubbock. So you got back-to-back road games to open the season. Most coaches – would say, oh, no, no way in hell, we're not doing that. Uh, I give Dana Holgerson credit. I'm not sure how much he had to do with uh, the makeup of the schedule, but as a coach, you always have the power to change the schedule too. So mm-hmm. you're not um, screwed, and you're not, it's not set in stone if you want to change it. But I think it's, uh, it takes some courage as a coach 
to send the Cougars out on the road in the first two weeks to face UTSA and Texas Tech. And Texas Tech's not a, a top division team in the Big 12, but it's still a tough place to win in Lubbock. So it's a road, it's a road game in yeah. the Big 12 and, against a Power 5 opponent. And it's, it's a back-to-back road game, yep. and Houston's really going to get tested. A team that lost two games all of last season plays its first two games on the road. Yep. Uh, and uh, when you look at it as a whole, I mean, not only just Clayton Toon coming back, as you mentioned, but you're talking about six guys coming back uh, behind him along this offense. Um, the offensive line is probably a little bit of a concern for him when you lose some production there. Skill positions are in really good shape, though. Uh, was it Tank Dell who comes back, who's mm-hmm. going to be, I think, a really good weapon for them? You would assume that some of these offensive numbers are probably going to carry over into this year. It's just how the protection holds up for Toon. And on the other end, uh, what this defense looks like, six guys coming back, uh, solid unit last year, really good against the run, and some of their statistical output, like 4.9 yards per play, I think just under four yards per carry were really good. Um, I think that's probably your biggest question. But again, like when you're talking about this in the big picture and you're looking at a team that could potentially win nine, ten games in this conference and the rest of their schedule, you know, tougher road spots in conference at Memphis, always a pain in the ass to play a team like Navy. You've got to yeah. go on the road to take on them at SMU, at East Carolina. Those are going to be some tough spots. Um, still think this is a team that's obviously very much in contention uh, to win 10-plus games in the American. It is a little top-heavy conference, though. It's going to be tough. I, I, I don't, you know what? I couldn't bet over nine. I think 10-2 yeah. and two is a little bit too optimistic. When you look at the schedule, it's, uh, Houston's going to have to play lights out to go 10-2 and two against the schedule. Yeah. So I, I think the more likely results are going to be like 9-3 and three or 8-4, and four, even though you do like the way this team looks quite a bit on paper. It's always tough to navigate a schedule like that. And uh, like I said, the first two games on the road, if Houston wins both of those games, eh, then probably in a pretty good position to uh, get over the total of nine. I have a feeling the Cougars are going to drop one of those uh, first two road games. I'll tell you what, Texas-San Antonio is a much better team than people probably think. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be a challenge in week one. And I'm not going to be surprised if the Roadrunners actually win that game. Let's take a look at our top 40 again. Uh, real quick, because JVT, there's uh, one thing that really stands out, a common trait with all these teams. Number 40, we got veteran quarterbacks on all these teams. Number 40, Fresno State, Jake Hayner. Mm-hmm. Number 39, South Carolina, Spencer Rattler. Number 38, Minnesota, Tanner Morgan. Number 37, Purdue, Aiden O'Connell. Number 36, Louisville, Malik Cunningham. Number 35, Houston, Clayton Toon. So if... If you want to have a top 40, top 50 uh, type of team, it certainly helps have an experienced quarterback. And I think all these teams could possibly overachieve. We might have them ranked too low. When when you're talking about quarterbacks who are this talented, quarterbacks with this much experience, I think all these teams we've talked about so far are are set up for a lot of success this year. And, uh, you know, the same thing is going to be true with number 34 and number 33. Is it for 34? Well, for 33, for sure. <laughs> uh, by the way, I ranked, uh, before we move on to number 34, uh, I did rank Houston as uh, the 31st best team in the country. Um, uh-huh. So a little bit higher than 35, but still right in this range. Uh, now, the next ranked team, our 34th ranked team, I ranked them 34th. Did you? Uh, yep. Okay. So right, on, right in line with where they're at, coming off an 8-5 and five year, overall 4-5 and five in the Big 12, checking in as our 34th best team, that would be the Kansas State Wildcats. To win the Big 12, 15 to 1. Win total six and a half shaded to the over at minus 160. Big 12 win total of four and a half shaded to the under at minus 125. We make the joke, so we'll say it. Uh, their veteran quarterback, transfer from Nebraska, Adrian Martinez, comes in to maybe lead the way here for Kansas State. 
I'm not the biggest fan of Adrian Martinez. I think some of the boneheaded decisions you watch uh, for a quarterback are something that you don't want. I think there's a reason why he didn't stick around at Nebraska. It, big reason why I think Nebraska had been a disappointment over the last few years. Mm-hmm. Not to put everything on him, uh, but still, when your quarterback's turning it over at the rate that he does and not scoring at a high rate to make up for that, you don't really love it. Do wonder if maybe a more quarterback-friendly system like this that's going to focus on the ground game will help him out, but still – yeah, I'm okay on Adrian Martinez. The overall production coming back, though, for Kansas State's really good. You know, it's crazy. If you think about two, I'm going to say two years ago, it might have been three, there was a lot of support for Adrian Martinez in the Heisman Trophy market in the summer. Two, Do you recall it, that? Was it the second? I think it might have been the same year. At one point, they were Nebraska 6-1 to one to make it to the playoff. Right. And Nebraska <laughs> still has not had a winning season right. under Scott Frost. But, I mean, that's the type of talent Adrian Martinez showed early in his career at Nebraska. He was a dynamic player. Unfortunately, he became a quarterback who turned the ball over way too much, and uh, that had a lot to do, like you said, with uh, Nebraska underachieving. You know, getting a fresh start here in a new program could help him quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you still have to be concerned about his uh, trend for turnovers. But when I look at K-State, and I played this over the total, by the way, at DraftKings right now it's 6.5 over minus 160. I really like this K-State team to win seven or eight games. Chris Kleiman is a hell of a coach. Mm-hmm. And uh, whatever Scott Frost couldn't do to get Martinez corrected, I mean, maybe Chris Kleiman can do it. And that, sometimes, you know, that's what you need is uh, not just a change, change of scenery. You need a new voice, uh, a new coach, uh, different type of leadership. And uh, maybe that's going to straighten out Adrian, Adrian Martinez. But also, he's going to a program – a K-State program that's been winning. Nebraska's been losing. Yeah, K-State's got a winning mentality. They have a coach who does nothing but win, and I think uh, that's, that is going to help Martinez. Uh, the schedule for them, too, uh, sets up relatively nice to get off to a solid start, right? Uh, you play host to South Dakota, Missouri, and Tulane uh, before you hit the road for your first game and first conference game, and that would be against Oklahoma. I'll tell you what, K-State yeah. could beat Oklahoma. Well, and that's I mean that's why yeah. I think like when you look at this so like the Big Twelve, the, it, it seems that the Big Twelve all the teams have kind of moved together in the middle. Like there's mm-hmm. there's going to be I think a lot of parity in the Big Twelve when you look across the board. Oklahoma I don't think is going to be and you you've made you've put voice to this the dominant offensive team obviously that we saw under Lincoln Riley. Yeah. Venables has some questions defensively and think he'll probably be a little bit better under his tutelage, but still that team's much closer to the pack than the rest of the conference than the others. And Kansas State as you said a very good program that is well-coached and is going to be in every single one of those games. Hey, Oklahoma was lucky to escape a bunch of close games last year. Yep. And that was with Lincoln Riley and uh, Caleb Williams and with uh, Lincoln Riley calling the plays. And now you got a different – I think the Sooners need to be on upset alert when they go to Nebraska on September 17th and then when they play Kansas State on September 24th. Yep. Those are dangerous games back-to-back for the Sooners. I, I think they're going to lose one of those. Yeah, and then the road spots of the Big 12 again. These are all, it's a lot of parity, so it'll be a little tougher, but winnable spots nonetheless. Oklahoma, uh, Iowa State, TCU for Kansas State on the road, and Baylor, uh, as well as West Virginia. So those will be some tricky spots. But again, uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see this pan out. I just have more questions about Andrew Martinez and everything else because I think you love everything around him. It's just whether or not you're going to get solid production and few turnovers from him. So, all right, two teams unveiled, Houston and Kansas State, numbers 35 and 34. Uh, let's continue a little bit of this conversation and continue talking about college football. Steve Mackinnon, editor of Point Spread Weekly and 
editor of the College Football Betting Guide, right? He was a, he's got a lot to hand. He's got his fingerprints all over it. He'll join us next. We'll get some win total bets from him in the world of college football and discuss what he thinks of our top 40 poll up to this point and if he sees the same trend we do. Veteran quarterbacks will get you a spot in our poll here on The Edge. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of The Edge is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a faster, fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zen is there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. Let's get to Steve the Machine Mackinac. You know what they say, Matt? Yeah. When it rains, it pours. And after not talking to Steve Mackinac for a while, got him on the show on Sunday. Talked to him on the Lombardi line the other day, and here he is again, Steve Mackinac. Three times in a week? That's right. right. It's been the best week of my life. Steve Mackinac, what's going on, man? (laughs) Yeah, I appreciate that, JVT. Uh, It's great to be with you guys today. Uh, Thanks for picking your your heads up out of your uh, college football preview work and uh, giving me a shot here. Yeah, of course. So before we get to, because I know, Matt, we have a couple of these from last year. Uh, Steve Mackinac last year had, what, 10 win total bets? Uh, that were given out as part of Point Spread Weekly and had a pretty solid year, if I remember correctly. Did he not? Seven and three is solid. And, uh, Steve, you want to recap these briefly because I always I put out six last year and I went 6-0, but two of those went right down to the wire. I had to win the last game of the year, and I was sweating those out. And um, a, couple, a couple of your decisions were uh, rather tight, too, but you had some easy winners on this uh, list of 10, and I think you put out 20 this year, but we'll get to those next. Yeah, last year uh, was pretty good for me. Uh, the easy ones are nice to have. I mean, if you can flush them in middle October and you're done already, them, that, that's a pretty solid bet to have. A uh, couple of them went down to the wire. Uh, last game type of stuff for teams like Maryland ends up winning for me. Uh, uh, take, one of the things I like to do when I look at these over-under bets is not take your real high-profile things because – I think the lines tend to be a little sharper. You can look at the schedule and you can get a real good idea of, of which game is going to be close, which are potential upsets. But you look at a team like last year, I had Louisiana Monroe, kind of a diamond in the rough, I thought. A team that had usually was a, at least a four or five win type of team over the last decade, 15 years, and they were sitting at one and a half wins coming off a of COVID season, in which they were really bad. And COVID affected a lot of teams differently. I thought Louisiana Monroe had a good chance to get back to maybe more of the level they were in the, easily, four and eight in that one, easily over the one and a half win. So I like to go uh, maybe a little a little deeper down the roster if you think of when I'm picking my teams. Yeah, no question. I saw your list. Uh, it was in Point Spread Weekly a couple weeks ago. You got some, we'll call it low-profile teams and a few high-profile teams on the list. Last season, you had a really good call on UCLA, over seven. Bruins with that early season upset of LSU. Uh, get over that total and go eight and four. Notre Dame surprised a lot of us. So the Irish, you had under nine. Irish uh, won eleven games uh, last season. Is that right? They won eleven or they won ten? <laughs> yeah, that, that was quite a surprise. Eleven and two. 
Yeah. Yeah, the Irish overachieved, and then Brian Kelly's off to LSU. All right, let's take a look. Uh, we got a graphic here of some of your win totals for this season, uh, Steve. I'm going to let you highlight the ones you like the most. We'll put up the graphic, and you just talk about the teams you like the most. Okay, sounds good. So, uh, you see, we got seven of my favorites are going to be in the uh, upcoming um, college football betting guide coming out next week, and maybe we can just go over those. Uh, start with Arizona. Two and a half wins. In my opinion, this team's headed in the right direction. Mm -hmm. uh, pretty good recruiting class this year. One of the best they've had since, I don't know if you want to call it their, the glory days of, of Arizona football. Jed Fish seems to have this team going right. They brought in Jaden Delora, competent Pac-12 quarterback. Probably, probably going to get the most production out of that position since uh, they've had since Khalil Tate in the late uh, 2010 decade. So, they lost a lot of close games last season. Uh, I, I believe it was five games by less than 10, and some of them were against some of the top teams in the Pac-12. So uh, Washington, Utah, uh, USC, I, I think they even lost a pretty tight one early to BYU. See a lot of good reasons why this team uh, looks to be improved this season. Actually, I'll run down the list here, and uh, I just finished the Pac-12 preview for the VCN College Football Betting Guide, and Steve, I agree with all of your opinions here in the Pac-12, Arizona over two and a half, mm -hmm. uh, Stanford over four and a half. Actually, you can get a four on Stanford. So if you're going to bet that, try to get a better number than four and a half because it could make a big difference. And I think the Westgate Superbook right now has Stanford a four. So I'd rather play that than over four and a half, obviously. I agree with Arizona State under six and a half. And some of the other teams on the list, I actually agree with eight of your ten. There are two teams I don't have an opinion on. Uh, necessarily, but I don't disagree with Florida State or Texas Tech, so I like all 10 of your opinions here, but Steve Mackinnon here has got Florida State over 6.5, Fresno State over 8.5, Northwestern over 3.5, Stanford over 4.5, Arizona State under 6.5, Hawaii under 4.5, Nevada under 5, Oklahoma under 9.5, and Texas Tech under 5.5, and, and like I said, I'm with him on 8 of those uh, 10 for sure. Uh, Steve, how about when you look at the under list, uh, which teams jump out to you that you like the most uh, when you're betting under the win total? I tell you, I talked about this team <clears throat> with uh, on the uh, look ahead on Sunday night uh, with Scott. Now, Western Kentucky is a very curious case to me. <clears throat> They're listed at eight and a half. They brought in a one-year rental quarterback last year, Bailey Zappi from Houston Baptist. Ba Zappi was an incredibly productive uh, quarterback in the FCS uh, for Houston Baptist. They brought him in. It was somewhat of a seamless transition at quarterback. I guess he just stepped right in, and, and obviously he threw for sixty touchdowns or sixty-two touchdowns, almost six thousand yards. Their win total for this year. Let's let's go back. They, they were eight and four in the regular season last year, I believe. Their, their win total for is eight and five or eight point five. I'm trying to wonder how. Is anybody expecting this team to be better without Zappy this season? Mm -hmm. uh, I don't, don't. Jared Dogie from West Virginia is going to be the new guy. It looks like uh, stepping in at quarterback, but there's almost zero chance he is as effective as Zappy was last season. Uh, they lose about half of their starters overall. Uh, when I look at this team compared to last year, I know a lot of people are seeing them as a contender in, in the uh, Conference USA, but I, I'm really having trouble seeing it. 
Steve Mackinac with us. So, Steve, I obviously got to write the Mountain West, and you and I are in agreement on the three Mountain West teams that we have here up on the graphic. Uh, for the guide, went over eight and a half at Fresno State, and I've bet them over myself, uh, under on both Hawaii and Nevada. And, and for Hawaii and Nevada, uh, I'm wondering if you got the same thought process, and I think it's pretty obvious with these two. They, they actually mirror one another, these programs. Two teams that were kind of ravaged by their previous head coaches in different ways. Uh, Todd Graham, of course, running everybody off, being a, just kind of a piece of garbage. And Jay Norvell just raiding the roster before he moves on to Colorado State. What did you see with both Hawaii and Nevada to bet them under their win totals? Yeah, I think you touched upon a lot of it right there. Uh, the coaching situations, both brand new systems can be put in here. Uh, Chang's a big name, obviously, in Hawaii circles, but he he made a massive leap here for, from Hawaii going from like an offensive assistant at different levels to the head coach here. Uh, Nevada is a curious case. of They are the first team since I've been doing these college football stability scores prior to each season that has a zero. Wow. That means they have a completely new coaching staff, brand new quarterback, less than six starters back. They're basically starting over here. Uh, just based upon my, my history of using these stability scores to back some of the plays I use, I, I just – I have to play the under in Nevada. I owe it to myself. Yep. And for Fresno State, too, I wonder, like, because I'm looking at all the betting markets, and obviously they're not true odds, but one of the things you and I have talked about a lot off the air is it seems that the past of Boise State is pumping up these numbers, whether it's favored to win the conference, their win total as well, which some spots is as high as nine. Uh, we think Fresno State is the best team in that conference. You've bet them over the win total. Would you echo those sentiments that the Bulldogs are the best team in the Mountain West? Yeah, and I think it comes down to one guy, Jake Hayner. I mean, the best quarterback in the Mountain West. Uh, extremely productive last season. Jeff, Jeff Tedford steps into there. He's going to be more offensive probably than the previous regime. And so he's he's obviously very familiar with Fresno State. That's one of those types of coaching moves where you, you can't judge it like the other ones. It's, it's probably going to be very seamless. Mm-hmm. Steve Mackinnon with us. Uh, be sure to pick up Point Spread Weekly this week and every week in the VSIN College Football Betting Guide out next week. One more win total I want to hit on quickly here because we got a lot of people at the network who have Northwestern ties. This is not an easy call for me, but you like the, the Purple Cats over three and a half. Why? Okay, I talked to Jonathan about this the other day. There's a couple things to look at with this Northwestern team. In its recent history, even you just go back maybe five years or so, the three years in which they've brought back a lot of experience and starters, they've won, I believe, it was 10, 9, and, and were 7 and 2 in the 2020 season. In the two years where they brought back half or less of their starters and were basically un- inexperienced, they won three games in each of those seasons. This year, they're very experienced again. They got an SEC uh, type quarterback, Ryan Helinski. Uh, Pat Fitzgerald usually has this team very competitive. When, it, when it's experienced. And uh, the schedule plays out very favorable early. This is one I think could be over by October. Steve, good to talk to you, man. Thank you. You got it, guys. Thank you. Steve Mackin, editor of Points Spread Weekly. Make sure you check out that college football betting guide, which is out next week as well. I got one more thought on that Arizona team that I want to throw up, Matt, when we come back here on The Edge.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Please drink responsibly. Last 10 minutes here on The Edge. Thanks a lot to Steve Mackinnon again. Cannot stress enough. Point Spread Weekly out yesterday, so check that out. Also, College Football Betting Guide. All the copy being turned in, so... That will be out about sometime. What was it? What did you say the date was, allegedly? I think it's a week from today. Okay, a week from today. July 28th. I like, I like a lot of football. A week from today, college football betting guide. Two weeks from today, Hall of Fame game in the National Football League. So a lot of football coming at us. Football season is indeed here. You know what? So you get the college football betting guide a week from today. The yep. Hall of Fame game on August 4th, right? Yep. We got the fast food top 50 on August 2nd. Oh, boy. Okay. 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 <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so August 2nd, August 4th. Do you know what we have August 7th? 
Well, I think that's the fifth major, isn't it? The fifth major of the year. The VSIN Invitational Golf Tournament at Prim Valley Golf Club. And uh, JVT, you plan to participate for the first time ever this year, right? Uh, yeah. Well, what was the one at the uh, the Country Club? Was that not a VSIN Golf Invitational that I played it? Oh, no. That was the Super That was the Superbook. Or, excuse me, the uh, Westgate Superbook. That's right. Uh, that was Westgate yep. Super Contest weekend. Yeah. That was different than the VSIN Invitational. And I'm a new man. Major. I'm a new man. Here it is, the third annual here at VSIN. We're going to do it at Prim Valley Golf Club. I-15 South, a couple miles past the California state line, out in the middle of the desert, two-player scramble format, noon shotgun start, free-to-play for VSIN subscribers and some other people. <laughs> okay. It's an invitational. <laughs> Our friends are welcome. Right. Uh, email matt at vcin.com if you want to be in the tournament. You got about, I think, 32 players booked uh, right now, and I have spots for 50 uh, Maybe even sixty, so we got plenty of spots open. If you can stand the heat and uh, want to play one of the finest golf courses in Southern Nevada or California, California. Yeah, Southern California, I guess. <laughs> if you Sunday, August seventh, and uh, we're a couple weeks away. I can't believe we're this close to football season. You can smell it in the air, man. It's great. Or maybe it's just a steak and shake. Regardless. We <laughs> check that out. And again, enter email Matt at vsin.com. All right. So I told you, I teased before you get to your win totals, I teased something about uh, Arizona, right? Because um, I would agree with the sentiment that Arizona is probably on the right direction here in terms of their program. And I think they'll be a little bit better than the market's given them credit for this year. I am interested in, and it's situationally, it's not the best spot in the world to open the season on the road against San Diego State, uh -huh. where the Aztecs are opening up a brand new on-campus stadium. Everybody's going to be excited to be at Snapdragon Stadium, right? Very good stadium name. You know by what's the way. interesting about that huh. is uh, a good friend of yours from San Diego, Eric, who was out at the Thomas and Mack Center uh, a week or so ago. Mm -hmm. I said the Aztecs are going to open that stadium against uh, Arizona. And he goes, what? There's no way that stadium's going to be ready. I drive by there all the time. It's not even close to ready. And we're talking, yeah. you know, late mid-July, late July. They planned to open that stadium, right, everything, against Arizona in early September. That's what I thought. Actually, everything I've read. At DraftKings right now, San Diego State is a five-and-a-half-point favorite over Arizona. I do believe that new stadium is supposed to open for the Aztecs. It's right in the valley, uh, Mission Valley out there where double check. the former Chargers. Yeah, that's September 3rd. That is the date. Yeah. Yeah. That's where the Chargers stadium got knocked down. They built the San Diego State Stadium. I've seen the, all the artist renderings of yeah. it. It looks like it's going to be awesome, for at least for San Diego State, compared to what a dump uh, the former San Diego football stadium was out there. Oh, I, you know, by the reference to our friend Eric just hit me. <laughs> okay, I was like, wow. Uh, I get it now. I get it now. Uh, but yeah, that's the report. And so anyway, going back to what my original point was going to be here, I kind of think Arizona is going to be live in that first game, even given the situation of the brand new stadium and maybe like the home field being a little bit stronger than usual because everyone's going to be excited to be out there. Mm -hmm. I don't really like this Aztecs defense has potential to be really freaking good, really good with everything they bring back. They have multiple all-conference guys at multiple positions on that defense, defensive sure. line, linebackers, secondary. Like it's going to be a fantastic uh, group. But at the same time, like their offense loses a lot running back. You don't know who their starting quarterback is going to be at this point right now. It looks like it's going to be the same version of San Diego State offensively, maybe a little bit worse than what we've seen in years past. And I, I just wonder if Arizona is an undervalued team, and especially coming into a matchup like this where, again, you talk about some of these premier programs in these conferences like San Diego State, like Boise State, that might be a little more overvalued because of the name recognition as opposed to anything else.
I think you're on the money with that assessment because when I was researching Arizona, I said, man, I think this team's going to be better than people think. Now, yeah. one of the problems is the, the Wildcats have a really tough schedule. Mm-hmm. Jed Fish has got to lighten up that schedule, find a way to lighten up that schedule a little bit uh, next year. Arizona, after opening against San Diego State, plays, uh, I believe, is it Oklahoma State or is it Mississippi State? They right did that last night. Anyway, I think it's Mississippi State and North San Dakota State. State. Mississippi State back at home and, and then, then North, North Dakota, Dakota State. State. Yep, right? Before going to Cal. I mean, that's a tough non-conference schedule. Uh, Arizona, a five-and-a-half-point dog at San Diego State in the opener. Not too often that a, a Power 5 team will open on the road against a non-Power 5 team. Yeah. It's very rare when you see something like that happen. Uh, but Arizona, I was hoping, was going to get – seven or more in that game because I, I also think the Cats are going to be live dogs in that game. Jaden Delora, the transfer quarterback from Washington State, he had 23 TD passes last year. Immediate upgrade at that position. I think the Wildcats have some uh, real running back talent mm-hmm. this year. And uh, Jed Fish, is, man, he, he took over really an ugly situation. And it, Arizona, he hasn't done a whole lot to improve it, at least in terms of results to this point. If you look Arizona in its past 24 games is 1 and 23. And the one win was last year over Cal, uh, 10 to 3. And there was a loss to Northern Arizona and a shutout loss to Colorado, yeah. which is unimaginable. But I think Arizona is going to be one of the most improved teams and will have a chance to pull an upset in that first week. I did not put Arizona on my list of best bets for season win totals. And here's what it's interesting DraftKings has three, mm-hmm. and a lot of books have. Two and a half. Bet MGM. Uh, other books you're going to find out there have Arizona at two and a half. It's it's one of those situations where if you put it at two and a half, I and you say you want to bet it over. Okay, that's cool. I'm I'm fine with that. I agree. If you want to bet over three, I can't really jump on board with that because then you got to get you got to get four to win the bet. And when you look at the schedule, even with Arizona being much improved, it's going to be tough to get the four wins on that schedule. Yep. All right, so with that, I mean, we talk about a Mountain West team. You do have a Mountain West team, a couple actually, and uh, a few Pac-12 teams on your list of best bets in terms of win totals. Yeah, I'm going to run down the list here. If, you get the, uh, if you're a VSIN subscriber and you get the email or you watch this show, uh, I've already mentioned all these win totals, so I'm not going to go in depth right now. we got something else to talk about, but the list is, uh, as I've played these throughout the summer, Alabama over 10.5 minus 225, DraftKings. Colorado under three and a half minus one thirty-five. That was a uh, DraftKings number as well, and that number has dropped from three and a half to three. And uh, I thought under three and a half was a great bet. A lot of sharp money actually showed up under three and a half on the Buffaloes. Fresno State over eight and a half minus one twenty-five. You can find it's that anywhere more. today. Yep. Kansas State over six and a half minus one fifty. LSU over six and a half minus one thirty. You can actually find a better number than that right now. A couple books have LSU over six and a half at minus one ten. Uh, New Mexico over two and a half at plus one twenty. Oklahoma under nine and a half at minus one twenty, and Purdue under minus uh, under seven and a half minus one thirty five. I've got two more teams to add to that list. I was going to stop there, but I made ten bets. I found two more I really liked here in the past week. I'll talk about those on the show tomorrow or next week. But uh, we got to wrap it up here with uh, another Arizona topic. Did you see the contract that Kyler Murray got today from the Arizona Cardinals? 
Extension through 2028, $160 million guaranteed, uh, second to Deshaun Watson at $230 million, his contract fully guaranteed. Um, i got to say, I'm not entirely sure. Um, all in for that. So second highest paid quarterback, uh, AV right behind uh, Aaron Rodgers in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. That's look. That's how things work, right? If you're a guy who's set up to get paid, you'll probably get uh, up there in terms of you know what your position's at. If you're really good at it, Kyler Murray's really good. I don't know if he's worth all that, especially all the way through 2028. I I have a terrible feeling that that's going to be that's going to be a contract extension that ages somewhat poorly, just like the regular season does for the Arizona Cardinals on a yearly basis. <laughs> yeah, two things. Right now, he's the number two paid quarterback in the NFL mm-hmm. according to this contract, but pretty soon he's going to be like the fifth or sixth because right. this is the market for quarterbacks and each each guy that agrees to an extension from now on is going to be getting a little bit more than this. Yeah, it's wrong that he's getting paid more than uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, but that's just the way it worked out. I agree with you. I think this is the Cardinals are overpaying him and it's going to be a mistake, but Kyler Murray's yet to win a playoff game. Uh, I guess if he can lead the Cardinals to a couple playoff wins, they'll feel good about the extension, but he he has not done that yet. In fact, all he did was uh, kind of act like a crybaby in the offseason to get this contract. My Guys in the Desert yeah. coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.